Good morning and welcome to this edition of Stress to the Nines from First Presbyterian Church. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. Welcome to this edition of Stress to the Nines. We're going to continue with our story of Jesus going on his way to heal Jairus' daughter. We picked this up yesterday, but he's going to be distracted on the way. Let's find out about the nature of that distraction here as we pick up in chapter 5, verse 25. Listen for God's word. Now, there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years. She had endured much under many physicians and had spent all that she had, and she was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. For she said, if I but touch his clothes, I will be made well. Immediately her hemorrhage stopped, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. Immediately aware that power had gone forth from him, Jesus turned about in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing in on you. How can you say who touched me? He looked all around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling, fell down before him, and told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So a couple of reminders here. Once again, we see the importance and significance of touch. The fact that the woman was hemorrhaging means she was ritually unclean. The touching Jesus would have made him unclean. Rather than being angry with her, he praised her faith. Further, we see again the hurry that Mark is in in his gospel. Immediately aware that power had gone forth from him. Immediately her hemorrhage stopped. Mark is always in a hurry, always rushing to tell the story of what Jesus is all about. What I want us to think about today, though, is what it means to be chronically ill. The chronic illness with which the woman suffered had taken all of her money. It had isolated her, we can assume, from her community and her family, because as I mentioned, that disease would have made her unclean. And it left her in a position of hopelessness. In Jesus, in his arrival, she saw an opportunity. She saw a moment where perhaps someone had arrived who could change her situation and shows she acted with urgency and with desperation, and she touched him, and she was made well. She risked just about everything in that action. It could have gone the other way. She could have been punished for touching him. She could have been kicked out completely for touching him, for breaching etiquette. He could have been angry with her. Any number of things could have happened. But instead, she ended up healed. I think sometimes in our faith, we get entirely too passive too comfortable with our routines and our habits and our rituals. While many of us are not suffering from a chronic illness, we are trying to go through this this life as people of faith and people who want to make a difference and people who want to grow closer to Jesus. And sometimes we just lie back and wait for something to happen. If we can derive anything from the story of the hemorrhaging woman, I think it is this that there's moments in our lives and times in our lives where we need to make something happen. We need to act with desperation, with decisiveness, not out of some sort of uncertainty or wishfulness, but rather always out of hope in Jesus and what he can do in our lives. So today, ponder that idea. Ponder the idea of being a bit rash 
in our lives of faith, being disruptive, and see where that leads you. Let's pray. Holy God, on this day, we pray that you would guide us and strengthen us. We pray that you would help us to grow closer to you. We pray that you would help us to identify those moments where we should act with boldness in our lives of faith, with decisiveness, and act out of hope. Today, we pray that you will help us to focus on you, that you will guide us, and that you will be with us in all that we do through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Okay, that concludes our Stress to the Nines for this morning. Tasha will be back with you tonight. I'll see you tomorrow. Until then, peace. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Stress to the Nines. You can enjoy Stress to the Nines live on the church's Facebook page at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. six days a week or continue listening on your favorite podcast platform. Until we meet again, peace.